Now, I want you to turn with me in your Bibles this evening, please, to the Old Testament book of the prophet Jeremiah. The book of the prophet Jeremiah. When it comes to the closing night of any mission, I often struggle over what God would have me preach on. And I remember doing a mission this time five years ago over in the Delhi Baptist Church. And that mission went on for three weeks. And I never struggled as much over a closing message as I did for that mission. And you know, my text that night, before that night was what Moses said to Pharaoh, Thy face I will see again no more. You know, friends, that's a solemn thought. But tonight, as I have been thinking, Waiting before God, I, I had a good, clear leading of God for this closing message. Every night, I just don't come with a sermon. Every day I sought God for this message reaching me. But I give the double portion of my time for this thing. And I believe that this task tonight is the one that God is going to strike with this evening. Where is this text? Where is this text found? Well, it's found in the Old Testament book of Jeremiah. And it's chapter 8 and it's verse 20. And we read these words, two words to me, that this text ends with. Not Seal, not seal. I wonder tonight, are those two words hanging over your soul, love? Not seal. I wonder, sir, in this meeting, are those two words hanging over your eternal soul? Not See, the harvest is past. The summer is ended. We are not seen. When it comes to the matter of salvation tonight, time, get this now, time is all the essence. Right through our Bibles, the Word of God remains. Chapter 6 and verse 2 you read. Behold, now, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. As I have said all down through this week, friend, God promises. Tomorrow to no person. No person. 
1981, the Reverend Sam Workman had a gospel mission in Ochnacroy Presbyterian Church. He had that mission for two weeks. And on the second Wednesday night, the Reverend Workman entered the pulpit of that church. And he said, you know, when the opening hymn began, God wants me to change the message. And right from the opening hymn till he got off, till he stepped forward to the reading desk, he struggled with God. But he obeyed God. And God wanted him to preach on that great text of Amos, chapter 4, and verse 12, where it says, Prepare to meet thy God. They say that Mr. Workman leaned over the reading desk that night and he says, I believe tonight God is going to speak and God wants to save some man, some woman in this meeting. And he was there to speak to after the service was over, Mr. Workman didn't shake hands at the door. He went through the back and into the wee caravan. And six people went into the caravan. Every one of those six people gave their lives to Christ. But this one man, John, tonight, the next day, and he said like that, I remember what the Reverend Dixon, George Dixon, was the Presbyterian minister then. At his service is past, the summer is ended. That means tonight there was a time that was important. And so he is, God is love. Ah, but unsaved friend tonight, you are lost, you are lost, you are lost. Salvation's not in a church. Forget about churches. Forget about ministers and pastors and priests. Jesus Christ says, I am the way. I am the truth. I'm the Lamb of God which taketh away the sin of the world. It's because I am the Savior of the world. There's no minister of Savior tonight. There's no pastor of Savior tonight. There's only one Savior. And neither is there salvation. Oh, yes, friend. I often wonder how many people have saw this year in, but they haven't seen it out. Out through our front window, there's a big hay field. And uh, the other week there, the farmer was round building it. And there's big swales down the field. They made it with 11 big swales. And I've seen the bailer coming down, gathering all up, and turned it into the round bail. And God's facing the eagle, maybe the 24, maybe 25, maybe a three or four spades on down the lane, maybe a dozen more, I don't know. But one thing I do know, I'm ready to go tonight if it comes. And you see, friend, tonight, 
Here's something we need to remember every one of us today are on the edge of eternity. You're only a heartbeat. And friend, tonight, listen, the harvest is past, the summer is ended. What to the human heart? And he speaks into the human soul. And people know that God's speaking because they feel things and think things and they perhaps maybe say things that they've never felt before. What does that mean? This week has saw you begin to think things that you never thought before. You know, I never thought about dying before. I never thought about what happens after death before. I never thought about God before. Did I think mom came here? Is that how you've been thinking of? Is that how you've been thinking, sir? That's the friend of wasn't George McConnell that was made a new thing. It's God to me. God, God, God. And maybe, friend, there's many people in this meeting I've been here this week, and you know only too well, only too well, you have something to do about it. You have something to do about it. And you've done nothing about it yet. There has been nights that you've left this place, and God has been speaking, and God has been striving with you. You've sought perhaps for the first time. Your, your mind has been open to the reality of how Christ died for your sins. Christ didn't die to start a religion. My goodness, there's enough of religion in the world before he came. Christ died on the cross for your sins, Lord. He died on the cross for your sins, sir. Crowned with thorns, but beyond the nails and beyond the crown of thorns. Oh, our sin, our sin was laid upon him because the Lord laid on him the iniquity of us all. And there on the cross of Calvary, bearing my shame and my sin and your shame and your sin, he suffered. Oh, he suffered the just for the unjust that he may bring you and me to God. Because there's no other way into God. I'm going to make this plain and clear again because we need, there's no Protestant way to heaven and there's no Baptist way to heaven. There's only one way to heaven tonight and that's through the finished cross work of Christ and through the shed blood. How do I know that? How do I know it? I'll tell you how I know it. Because on the third day after Christ's day, he rose again, and tonight he's a living Savior. He's living, he always alive. Praise God, he's alive. Because he's alive tonight, I live. And because he's a risen Savior, I can stay tonight. Oh, thank God, salvation for me is not to be injured. I see that many Christians walking about with the honest and good, there's no great to see I was doing a wee mission one time down in Belfast in one of the wee halls, and the prayer meeting was out round the back. And honestly, honestly, you took out. I'm not going to tell you what hall it is. It wasn't the Greens or it wasn't the Iron Hall, you're all right, you're all right. It was another wee hall. I, I, I didn't know while I was in among the Lord's chosen or the Lord's frozen. It was cold. Oh! Uh, and the wee man singing the chorus was singing that wee chorus joy, joy my heart is filled with joy and I was thinking of my goodness me 
You know, it's one thing about Peter, he can set me up for a meeting. But I was coming around one night from the prayer meeting around the side of the church, and, and the two white two men were at the door hanging out the hymn you see, and, and they must have seen me coming and they wanted to get a lead put, put up and make it look good. They're not in the funerals. But that's the expression. Every time if you're saved to me, put a smile in your face. He had put a song in my heart. Oh, do you go? That's why I should do. Because you see, and you would walk your mother, no way you should. Because it's the only time of the week I can shoot because the weight was on the shoot and the rest of the week. Ah, no friends. Be you careful, but. Because when you hear God's voice and you're troubled and your heart's troubled, listen, it won't always be that way. That's why four times you read in the Bible, four times. John 3.16 only that, only is repeated once. The 23rd Psalms only there once. But this text is here four times. Why? Because four times God has to repeat this text. And if you're a church of Ireland in this hall tonight, you know this text as sure as I am. Because you quoted every Lord's Day morning in the Benigna. You see, I was Church of Ireland, I was saved in the Church of Ireland. I know these things. Now, what's the text that's repeat, repeated four times in the Bible? Listen to it. Today, if ye hear his voice, what's the last feedback? Harden not your hearts. Will you repeat that after me now? What turn is in the Church of Ireland meeting yet? Now, repeat this after me. Ready? Today. Today. If ye hear his voice, harden not your hearts. And I left school at 15, friends. I went to work for Derek Loney. And I remember when I was there, I was only there a short time, I was given a man called Henry Bell, and we had him a, a change, the clutch in this Hellman Avenger. Remember the Hellman Avengers? And we had to take the exhaust and all off, and he heated, he heated. The, the bracket with the settling to knock it off. And then he realized he took off the wrong bracket. He says, George, 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 give me that bracket back up again. And I went to lift the bracket. Oh, tear press at near corner the hall and clean off me. They hit him. And Henry, being a smart Alex, says, Yeah, youngster, you picked the thing up and handed it to me. And he lifted it once, lifted it twice, yeah. I lifted it again. And I owed it my goodness me, Henry says, Lassie. And he picked it up. And he just picked it up and it never caused him a second thought. Just say, Henry, is your hands made of ladder? And I, I and he showed me his hands and his skin was, was, was hard and was rough. And maybe hands were all soft and still are. <laughs> That's the very letter for me. <laughs> but you see, friends, my workkeep colleague Henry kept lifting these things and lifting them and working away so often that his hands become hardened and didn't affect him anymore. And don't see it, friend. You harden your heart against God's gospel, then your your soul and your heart will become hardened and will no longer affect you. 
I could stand here and preach in hell fire and it would just run off you like water would not spike. That's why, friends, this evening, there's this timeline. You wait any longer, you will be unable to respond because God says, My spirit shall have always strive with man. The hymn says, Many summers you have wasted. Raven harvest you have seen. Winter snow, my spring is not, and yet you linger in your sin. How sad, how sad, how sad, how sad. A Savior has died. And there's a saviour for you. And the night you won't take it. You won't have it. You see, that's what was wrong with the people in Jeremiah's day. Oh, they heard, but they wouldn't heed. They were warned, but they weren't waiting. They were told, but they didn't turn. The timeline that was afforded very quickly. Notice the tragedy that is announced. We are not seen. That's the tragedy tonight that is announced. Here's a people tonight who was given apples of opportunity. I'm still friends. Not seen. They let their opportunities pass. What a tragedy it is for to be announced when God has given you all this time and you are within breathing distance. Salvation. A priest on Freddy made of a dead man's testimony. Preached that night on the rich man in hell, and the first words he spoke were the last words he would have imagined when he was alive. You know, that's a, that's a, that's a, a solemn thing. And that man, rich man, Luke 16, the last thing in his mind when he was alive was the first thing in his mind when he was dead. Abraham, have mercy on me. The friend this evening, you listen to me. Then the one thing will haunt you, haunt you in hell, will be your memory. Because you remember what Abraham said, son, son, remember me, remember your lifetime. Wouldn't it be an awful thing for you to end up in hell? And for you to be sitting in Greenwich Baptist Church. And you can remember that night when God came near and God came close and God was speaking and God was saying and you were troubled. Ah, but something stopped you. People in hell tonight would give everything to be something where you're sitting tonight. They would give everything to be in this meeting and they wouldn't away from me preaching or finishing this sermon. They'd be here crying out for the Lord Jesus to save them, lest they go back to the place of God. You know tonight, Christ died for you. You know he shed his blood for you. You know tonight the blood of Jesus Christ, nothing else can cleanse from all sin. You know tonight that this is the blood, the blood of the Lamb that atones for the soul. You've heard it, you've known it. But friend, tonight is doing something about it. 
Oh yes, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Sure, Jesus says, I am the door by me. By me, if any man will get the any man and don't deliver any man enters in, he shall receive as a promise, you know. Shall receive. The elderly, the big American evangelist, once tells the story he was preaching in Chicago. And he preached in that passage, it is time to seek the Lord. And the place was packed. But he noticed a man in the second row from the front fidgeting. And he was twisting. And, 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 and Moody said, Oh, there's a man in the conviction power of God. Whenever Moody called for the appeal, the first man up into the vestibule and where the room was that man. And when D.L. Moody went into the street and that man, he says, Sir, are you in trouble? I'm trouble, Mr. Moody, I'm trouble. Did he say, well, do you know, sir, if you're a sinner before God and you're condemned to get away, Mr. Moody, Mr. Moody, I do know I know I am. Well, do you believe this, sir? Do you believe that when Jesus died on the cross, he died for you? Say, oh, Mr. Moody, I believe that. You don't need to tell me that. I believe Well, he says, are you prepared now to do something about it? Well, now, Mr. Moody, that's the thing. I don't think I'm ready. I don't think I'm ready yet. Oh, he said... He says, my sir, my sir, my sir, don't you put this off now. Don't you put this off. Don't put it off now. He says, I'm not ready, Mr. Moody. I don't want to say it, but I'm not ready. And he got up and he shook Mr. Moody's hand, and all he went. One year later, Mr. Moody was back again in the same church, and this lady came to Mr. Moody and said, Mr. Moody, will you come over to my house because my husband's dying? And, and he's dying, and he has asked to speak to you, Mr. Moody, will you come and speak to him? D.L. Moody went to the small's house and up the wee staircase and into the bedroom. And Moody says, you've never been felt a sort of spiritual coldness in a bedroom that he ever felt before. And he went over to the dying man, he says, and Moody suddenly recognized who it was. And all the dying man could say to Moody was this, the harvest is past. The summer is in. And I'm not saved. And I'll never be saved, Mr. Moody. When I missed it that night in that church service, when you spoke to me that night, God has never spoken to me again. My friend, don't you ever think or get this illusion into your mind that you'll get saved whenever you want. There's men sitting gospel making trouble and see when they to their dying homes, even to try and talk to them they didn't want to go. Come to the Savior, friends. Make no delay. Here in His Word, He's showing us the way. You've sat in here and God bless you for coming, and I couldn't thank you enough. I'm going to miss you terribly. But I'll tell you what will set me home rejoicing tonight that some of you good people that attended these meetings will come to Christ. Whom to know is to know life eternal. Don't waste it any longer. The harvest is past. The summer is ending. 
we are not sin. Don't let that pass. Be over you as you leave to me. Come. Because he's gone. Now that's all better than we were to say tonight. Friends, this evening, as I've said in the message tonight, if you're interested and God has been speaking, listen, don't you wait behind for that wee cup of tea coming stairs down the door. If you're here with a Christian friend, that Christian friend will come with you. Pastor Craig and I are not here tonight force you into anything. We're here as God's servants to show you how you can and know you're saved. Sure, would it be a great cup of tea after you've come to Christ? What a name it will be for you, friends, when you come to heaven and repentance and faith. Please, come and speak to us. Mom, she will love you. Will love you tonight. But nobody loves you more than the Lord Jesus Christ. Our Father and our God, give the saving grace to him. Bless the singing of our closing hymn. For we pray in our Savior's name. Amen.